Warning, there is a bit of a spoiler to start this podcast off. It has a happy ending. However, to get to the happy ending, a long, grueling journey had to be endured. Zach Hunzinger, a senior at Liberty High School in Peoria, Arizona, did not have the senior year he thought he was going to have. An offensive lineman and team captain on the football team, his plans for senior year were derailed. I was diagnosed with osteosarcoma. Very uh, stressful and like, I was definitely very like worried a little, for a little bit. Um, but as like the days went on, it kind of, I kind of got to the point where I was kind of like, okay, what do I got to do next? Like, how do I fix this situation? Um, I think the worst day that was like very hard for me and not really emotionally but like just kind of like wow i actually have cancer stuff like this was the very first day that i found out that i had it um because i my i just knew that i was gonna lose a lot of things it all started at one of their fifth hour weight training sessions during school one day i just woke up with some pain and i was like oh maybe it's just like a little soreness or you know uh, growing pains or something like that and over a week span of it, it just got worse and worse and worse. And by the end of the week, I couldn't walk and it, it just hurt so bad. And then that Friday, we got a, a scan. And two hours later, my mom got a call saying that they found a softball sized mass in my knee. Liberty football coach Mark Smith remembered the day. Our team physicals with our uh, trainers and our team physician. And uh, Zach went in there right before spring ball, and I think he just got done squatting over 500 pounds that day. And the doc asked him, "How you been feeling?" He goes, "I've been feeling really good, but my my knee's been a little sore." So the doc looked at the knee and said, "Yeah, there's some swelling between that one and the other one. Why don't you come in and let's get a check?" Well, by no means. I mean, the kids. Squatting over 500 pounds, no means that you ever think he's going to have bone cancer, but that's what they found. And it was pretty devastating to the team. Um, obviously, it was devastating to Zach and his family. And, you know, the program, is, he was our one senior returning offensive lineman from the year before. And to not have him, and, you know, our center who snaps the ball every single play, you know, that was, that was a big hold of Phil. Uh, he was pretty. He was pretty shocked at first. I mean, he was the first person I called to let him know about it. And, I mean, he was shocked because I was one of the only returning starters on the offense and offensive line. And after a big year that we had before, um, he was definitely very shocked because now he knew that he had to fill in some pretty big shoes and that um, he needs a new leader on the offense and the offensive line. All it took was one phone call for Coach Smith to lose his captain and his starting center. You know, the conversation was, uh, I love you. You know, we're going to stay with you. You know, we believe in you. You need to believe in this process and, and uh, you know, fight the good fight. You know, he came up with the, the slogan, 50 strong, no one fights alone. The slogan isn't the only thing the team did to rally with Zach. They also put his jersey number everywhere. We painted a big number 50 in our locker room on the wall. Um, and that's where we went out every day. And we saw that. Um, we put 50 on the back of the helmets. Um, every day after stretch, um, we broke down to 50. As the team rallied around him, 
Zack had his own battle to fight. They uh, they wrote up a script where it was like a, 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 a one whole year thing, and it was um, four months of chemo before they would do surgery, and each chemo uh, infusion was, I would say, four to five days in the hospital. The doctors that worked with Zach were brutally honest with him throughout the process, including giving him some insight on his future in football. They told me that I wasn't going to ever be able to play football again, but... I mean, I respect the doctors and I have like a lot of respect for them because one, they did save my life and two, they did save my leg. But I mean, at the end of the day, I am 18 years old. I still have a very, very long life to live. And when they told me I couldn't play football, I was kind of like, okay, I mean, that it's like, I understand where you guys are coming from because some of the risks that I could, that I have, but it's still, I love the sport a lot. And I'm not, like, I'm not trying to say, like, disrespectfully or anything, you know, but it's like, um, like, I'm still going to try to do it if I can. I did have to ask him if he at one point planned on making football a possible career choice down the line. Yeah, I've always wanted to play college football, so. I never, I didn't, I didn't have any offers yet, but there were schools that were talking to me, like the Air Force and ASU and stuff like that, so. It's just a bummer to see that stuff go away because I worked so hard and so long for it, you know, and one word just completely changed my whole entire life. But his focus was to beat cancer and get back to some sort of normality. I mean, I was pretty lucky. I never, I never once got sick. I really didn't feel that bad. Um, the very first treatment I had, I felt pretty like tired, um, kind of like weak to my stomach, but as more infusions I got, I never threw up, I never got sick to my stomach, I never, the doctors honestly said that I was pretty lucky because one of the drugs, the, some of the drugs that they give me, the chemotherapy, um, that's one of the hardest chemotherapies they could give anybody. And I, I would never, I never got sick. They said it was probably because I'm so young and that I'm very healthy and everything like that. But the only thing that I did hate was just staying four or five days in the hospital because after the first two days, you're kind of like, all right, I want to go home now, you know. But Remember when I said the podcast has a happy ending? Well, after rounds of chemo and surgery, Zach finally got a clean bill of health. Um, it definitely it feels amazing. I mean, it feels like I won a million dollars, you know. It's like I... I couldn't describe it to anything. I was so happy, like when I found out that I was actually cancer-free, because it's just it it's ha it has such a big impact in my life and other people's lives, stuff like that. And to hear that I was officially cancer-free, it was the best news I've ever heard in my whole entire life because it just opened a lot of new doors for me. It all came together on a certain Wednesday when he finally returned to school to a huge crowd of supporters that could not be more proud of his victory in defeating cancer. It felt, it felt really, I mean, it felt pretty weird at first because I've missed almost a little over a whole entire year of school. And, um, but it felt really good though also. I mean, to see everybody back because I was kind of getting like, um, kind of getting annoyed because I just really kept seeing the same faces all the time, you know, like my nurses and everything like that, which... I mean, it wasn't bad, but to see all the new faces again and to see everybody that was there that supported me, that people I didn't even know that still supported me and everything, it just, it felt amazing. I mean, 
I got the butterflies like I was going back to first grade again, you know? Well, you know, everybody, you know, felt, you know, very happy for Zach and, and his family, you know, and, uh, you know, the, it really didn't come to uh, a culmination until uh, he came back to school. You know, because um, he was away, and uh, the last Wednesday before uh, spring break, he came back to school, and uh, his mom, sister dropped him off, and uh, there waiting for him was probably about uh, four to five hundred students, the team, uh, the Arizona Cardinals, um, the news, and uh, they made a tunnel. Uh, coming on the campus, and obviously that was you know, a bunch of cheering and stuff like that. And then uh, w one tradition we have at Liberty is storming the halls on uh, game day. And uh, Zach never got a chance to take part of that. And so we got the band together and the cheerleaders and the team. And uh, that morning we stormed the halls with Zach. And that, that was pretty special. Now with the clean bill of health, there is still some work to be done. But the hard part is over, and he still won't rule out a return to football. Well, currently, um, I'm still, like, I'm doing rehab and everything, trying to make my knee as back as normal as I could, or as I can. And, um, I mean, for career-wise, I've always wanted to be a police officer or a firefighter, and um, it looks like I'm going to be a police officer. My dad's a police officer. He's been a police officer for the city of Phoenix for 24 years now. And uh, I just, I've always liked helping people and that police officer, I knew that was going to fit me and everything. So now I'm just taking some college classes, getting my college stuff ready so I can become a police officer. And um, if football, if, uh, if football does come up, and a school does give me a chance to play or I have to walk on and prove myself again, I mean, I'm definitely not going to say no, nor am I going to say yes as of right now. I mean, it's still on the table. It's not an automatic no, you know. It's just really some of the risks that I have of playing the sport again could cause me to, like, have to have the surgery redone again or other things like that so it would definitely be a big uh step in my life and a big like chapter for that moment and i definitely have to uh, like talk it over with my family and everything like that as for advice to people who are dealing with cancer themselves zach kept it very simple some some advice i would definitely give them is you're gonna have hard days i mean i i've had i had hard days too but you just gotta think out of the outcome. I mean, I know it's gonna be a long process for whoever is going through what I had to go through, and there's definitely gonna be a lot of no's and not yeses that you wish you had. But um, just to never give up, and if you're at my age and you have it, or younger, I mean, you have the rest of your life to live. Don't let, doctors are gonna tell you things that you don't want them to tell you, but I mean, it's your life. You live how you want it to live it, and just don't ever give up. Keep fighting, and just take it day by day. I mean, that's pretty much about it. That's what I did. Um, I'd always, I always prayed before I went to sleep. Pray when I got up. Thank God a lot of times. Um, I mean, just live, 
just live the day you know that's pretty much all you got to do just make it past that day go day by day don't ever think about what would be in the future and stuff like that and you'll be fine coach smith also gave some advice to coaches who might have a player who is diagnosed with cancer well first of all i don't wish it upon anybody but you know I would, I would just say, you know, have faith, believe, support. Um, you know, my, my family was very involved in this. My wife made uh, bone marrow broth, uh, vegetable soup, and took it to him, you know, three, four, five times in this process. Uh, my younger son, Colt, who's five, and, and Zach and his family kind of built a little bond with uh, fishing lures. Every time he came over, he got a little fishing lure, you know, and, and obviously, you know, uh, you got to stay part of the process. So I guess Zach's an inspiration, right? Um, yeah. And, you know, I think anytime you have someone that can overcome and win this battle, you know, Zach's an incredible young man who, who I'm very happy for, and uh, his family's very been very good to us, and... Uh, you know, I'm just glad he has a chance to go back to school and yeah. live a life. For Cronkite Sports, I am Jacob Love reporting.